0: What's up, my chaotic crew? Bitly Michaels here. Hey, three weeks in a row with reviews. You guys are killing it! Hey, this was left on June 2nd, 2021, by Pedro the Cactus, 12345. Great name. Also, it says fun show, five stars. Great theme song from the very beginning, you welcome. DM knows how to run a good arc with his group, and the guys I listened to from the episodes I heard all mesh together well. It's Well, you know, we've been playing, uh, we've been recording since uh, November of 2016, Uh, most of us, uh, at least Rhett, Caleb and I, and uh, Milo has been around for three years, and, uh, you know, Alex has been around for, I think, the last two, so, and and it's easy, you know, also I think uh, uh, doing it over Zoom during quarantine and stuff has really made us all kind of stop. Listen and, you know, because we can't interrupt each other and joke around as much as we normally do. But thank you very much for the review. If any of y'all out there want your review read, just leave it on iTunes. It helps us climb the charts, battle everybody else, destroy the other D&D podcasts. Or if you're on Spotify or wherever else, just send it to us. Hit us up, at Chaotic Amateurs on social media. Enough of my gabbing. On to the adventure. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, You are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs.
1: Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, Internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex, and with me today I have... Dash is
0: Thrakist, Bentley Michaels is Referee Nightmeadow.
2: Red is Arthur.
3: Caleb is Telbrun.
1: Milo is Ball. And last we left our adventurers. They had just defeated the bandits, uh, known as the Common Cause outside the Tower of Chaos tying them up, getting them into one of their carts, and making sure that Sasha and Gordon are going to take care of them. We see what the adventuring group is up to next. Let the adventure begin. i got everywhere.
2: (laughs) Cheers, guys. Cheers Cheers to you all. Glad to be here.
1: So, we are all... Outside of the Tower of Chaos, last you guys were talking about what you wanted to do before you left. Um, Just a little bit of info. You've got this rain coming down that's starting to fill up the basin around. Um, Gordon and Sasha seem keen on at least getting their cart on the other side of this uh, basin, on on the upper edge so that they don't have to ford it if it does begin to fill up um and something to note is that this rain does appear to be that same uh evaporated mist that had come from the center of this tower uh it has that light blue color to it that uh aberrant tree spirit that was in the center if you remember she kind of evaporated when destroyed and looks like went out of the tower and is raining back down on here it looks like there's this rain that's just going to be ever present for Mm. at least a while
0: does it match the same sort of uh, uh, the the liquid that I have in my that silver flask that had like the colored liquid in it is it the same yeah so
1: that that silver liquid has got like these pinks and purples and greens in it this is more just this light blue kind of almost like a neon blue color
3: Miss, Mr. Wolf, do you want to, one last time for for shits and giggles, do you want to put the skull in this water that's collecting? Um, maybe say goodbye to our friend Florian.
4: Why, why would we be saying goodbye? Well, maybe see you later is a better... Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we will see him later. I'm going to put him in the body of a Warforged.
3: Oh, that's right, I forgot. That was your plan. <laughs>
4: I'm going to build him a new body.
0: Bionic man him.
4: Yes. He'll be my sidekick and we'll have adventures. We'll create a whole new side storyline. <laughs> Separate from you Bozos, <laughs> from
1: you weak fools. Uh
4: yeah, sure. I go ahead and I put his skull in this water thing. Okay.
1: So yeah, it's kind of filling up. It's just a, you know, a couple of inches right now, but it looks like it's going to fill. In, in a few hours oh boy you take that skull you place it down in the water and the same thing happens you know whenever this apparently whenever this skull is in any sort of liquid any sort of water this form raises up um and you see this elven form standing a bit taller this time kind of out in the open spaces uh and looks down at you and it just says think she would have liked this I hmm. think this was her gift thank you all again for what you did for her I'm glad we could help
5: hey um do you by any chance uh, recognize uh, this book in a kind of motion towards Riff uh, to pull out the, the children's book
0: alright um, yeah I'll pull it out
1: I'm sorry, no. I actually don't know of many books myself. Um, You're, you, you don't know um, a lot of books? No, most of the teachings that I was made aware of was um, verbal tradition. That's how most of the knowledge was spread from my time. are you old? Yes, about <laughs> 800 years. That's really old
4: we write things down now
1: Uh,
5: ah it's very good to hear that things are kind of slowly coming back to you Uh, we were going to take take you I guess uh, back with us Um, would would that be okay with you
1: I am indebted to all of you you saved me from a prison of the mage's making Um, if I can be of any help please bring me
5: along we want to give you, like, a new life and allow you to, you know, gain more knowledge and explore the world on your own terms, not not trapped here in the tower. So, seems like the best thing, in my opinion.
1: If my freedom is what I owe you, then I may well take it.
4: Oh, okay, so he... Okay, so he only really comes, like, alive inside of this like liquid right
1: it, it, seems, it seems it's always always has to do with liquid some sort of water just water that's that's what it seems it seems like that's what you've used um it, it's all had everything you've used has had a kind of magical spin to it i don't think any i think i don't think you've tried pure water yet um okay that seems uh, to be the theme. so right now it. He's inside of like what, rainwater, right? That's fallen? Yeah, yeah. This the from that spirit that was inside the tower has has brought this rain out here. And it does have a kinda of magical glow to it. It's a little more bright than than your normal rain might be.
4: Uh I mean, I guess we wouldn't know, but I mean we wouldn't know if he could come alive through any other method. It seems like just through experimentation, just specifically magical-type water is the only thing that brings him to life. So I feel like As far as you can tell. Okay. well, uh, have we collected some of this water? Has anyone?
3: Uh, I have some from when we were on the top floor and first met Florian. I've got some of that in my water thing. I think think at least a couple of us picked some up.
0: And I was going to say once with like if there's if there's some puddling or if it depending on how hard it's raining i definitely want to capture some of it because i find it interesting all these different types of magical waters or liquids at least that i'm i've got
1: yeah easy enough to do if anyone that has extra water skins um things like that can take water from that's raining out here easy, yeah easily it's enough. really
4: weird i've got like a thousand extra water skins God, uh, um i would yeah, like yeah. to uh collect a thousand <laughs> gallons of this water <laughs> no i would like to use uh just my water skin and just collect some of this yeah um
1: uh, just to have some crag kind of shouts out over to you he says uh, hey, hey we got we've been through some supplies if you want to fill up one of these barrels we can get that full. Is that yeah. useful or? I do want to do that. I'm... Okay. Yes, I, want boss. I do want to do that. <laughs> so Craig goes and, and you know gets one of those settled, and as 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 he's doing think... it, kind of notices the same thing Sasha and Gordon were noticing, It says, "Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know about getting through this if it, this gets much higher. Um, you guys mind if we just get up on that ridge over there before uh, this thing floods if it's uh, gonna do that,
5: Florian?" Is, is there any way you can maybe slow this down a little bit? We we have some things we need to collect in the tower still, and it would be really useful if I could maybe uh, open this bag of holding and maybe we could put it in there. Uh, do you think you could slow down the water so this crater doesn't
1: fill? Um, I wish I had the ability to do so. I have no control over what the spirit has, has given. Um, she was once the soul of, well, me, I, I guess. Um, her powers are her own. I simply have the knowledge of once was, not the power.
5: Well, guys, I foresee a, a slight problem. Uh, we might have to forward this. Uh, there's still 2,500 gold worth of dust up there that we weren't able to carry down. And I don't particularly want to leave it there. Hmm. Uh,
3: do you want me to just run
5: up and get it real quick? It was a lot. Like, it, it's substantial. I'm strong. What, what is it you're trying to collect? Uh, in one of those rooms, there was 2,500 gold of the dust. Uh, the magic dust to enchant, thing, enchant things.
4: How much do you think that probably weighs? I could probably carry it. I'm a
1: goliath. My carrying capacity is like double. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, no, it's gonna be a like a small crate. I I don't think there's. It's not a heavy thing. I thought oh. we weren't able to pick it up.
5: Okay, cool. Yeah. If well, I mean, I could probably.
4: I could probably pick it up. <laughs> Hold on. Because I'm I'm really big. And you also, my notes <laughs> are really big. <laughs> I could deadlift like a thousand pounds
3: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the
1: <magic laughs> in the very top room there was a bunch of like component supplies things like that um, that would have been something that was difficult to carry that would have been in a number of different boxes Um, I may have come up with, with extra magical enchanting supplies but that slipped my memory, and I apologize for that.
5: Then I put on my notes when we were searching for stuff, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot.
1: Do you, do you remember you which notes? room?
5: No. Hmm.
1: What, what was it that you put down on your notes?
5: 2,500 gold worth of uh, magic dust is what I wrote. I think it's that enchanting dust. I have 50 gold worth of it, too, that I picked up somewhere else
1: enchanting that I, th- I think it's the the component supplies um and so that one yeah that that one's a fair number of different boxes and 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 barrels uh that that would need to be like you know brought out i would say there's five boxes each of which can be carried
0: by one person easily enough all right well then like let's run up there real quick grab this crap and let, like let's go okay yeah.
4: yeah let's do it i totally agree with you
0: we go, we do that.
4: All oh. right.
1: So Craig and uh, Gallandale kind of get the cart ready. Um, you guys are just gonna go in and grab the stuff that you need, and then load up and take off. Um, who's who's going up to grab? If there's five boxes, I need five people grabbing. Or
4: yeah, but, yeah, I
1: can probably grab all, all of them if you strap them onto uh, Wolf.
4: You can strap anything to me. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: Don't tell Caleb that.
0: You know, <laughs> I just thought. I just thought we gave we gave Mr. Wolf that back tattoo, and I, and I wonder if it looks like Caleb's background <laughs> But it's just cord instead of no culturally
4: not. But
1: of. from our perspective, it looks much cooler. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tarnish
4: my character like
1: that?
3: <laughs> it has a lot of significant meaning to him.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we carry the stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it, it takes you know uh, about five ten minutes to to get up to the top of the tower, go through the, you kind of take the secret engines up to the top. Um, it's a little quicker that way. You grab the stuff. You bring it down, you load up the cart, and Crag and Gallandale start uh, heading through the hills. Awesome. Following along behind uh, excuse me, following behind uh, Gordon that's up ahead. They've kind of already started and they've gotten there. Um, you have one other cart that the mercenary group uh, had left. Uh, did you guys want to do anything with that? Otherwise, it's just going to be abandoned here.
3: Uh, can we take
1: the the Beast of Burden from it, at least? Yeah, yeah, it's got a couple of horses there.
5: I'm sure um, one of us could drive it.
0: Yeah, I'll drive it. I'll drive the extra cart. Okay, so
1: Riff's in the extra cart, and I'm with yeah. Riff? I, I would assume Gallandale comes with you as well. Yeah,
0: just to keep an eye over you. And I'll make him re- regale me of uh, his his adventure outside.
1: Yeah, he he's he kind of as you're as you're going through these hills, tells you um, about before you all showed up outside. Says it was very strange. There was enemies. They did not like us. There was one little one did not like us at all.
0: He gutted me through and through. It was quite exhilarating. <laughs> wow, you almost died, Gallandale. That's awesome.
1: Uh, I've died many times. <laughs> One of these days it will take.
0: <laughs> That's sweet.
1: Um but yeah, you guys make your way through uh the water. It's kind of, you know, in the
0: in the deeper deeper rare ravine sections. And um, it's whatever a little deeper. whatever box I would have I would have carried down, I would have put it in my cart. Okay. Cuz like I'm a big kid, like it's uh, I'll you know, I'll I'll keep I'll look after it.
1: Okay, yeah. Um and yeah, like and beforehand of, You know, knowing that you're you're taking both of these parts uh kinda consolidates the the stuff so um it's spread between the two just in case anything happens. So you've got some uh food supplies and camping supplies as well in there.
3: I think Scory is probably whichever whichever trailer happened to have more space, I think Scory's probably making himself comfortable and and trying to rest as much as as a
1: cart a moving cart allows gotcha yeah yeah you can find a little spot uh in in the one riffs drive and um to get start a rest start meditating on oh,
3: sure. my bones He's in
0: my cart? Ew.
3: <laughs> Don't worry um, I won't I won't make any noise um specifically I want to kind of analyze the hyena bones mm mm-hmm. Mhm um, just as, someone's as phone? we're going along to
0: yeah, getting a little staticky stuff. Yeah. Is that someone's phone?
3: Sorry.
1: You're saying about, the um, hyena um, yeah, yeah. I wanted
3: to kind of be going in between rest and, and just studying over the hyena bones. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, you, you go ahead and kind of get settled in there as, as you're all making your way, uh, to the edge of this basin. Um, and as y'all kind of, kind of look behind you, you see that it is filling up and this kind of large cloud is just hovering above the tower and it looks like it is slowly going to fill up this whole basin. Um, and you just get this sense of contentment from it, you know, being in the rain as you kind of leave the, uh, ridgeline that washes away a bit. Um, it seems that something is healing there in that space. Uh, but now you are kind of on the open desert again. You all need to try and figure out where you are headed. Um, I would say that we are probably mid... Oh, what, what were we? I think we were into the night and then right into the morning with the fight. And so we're probably coming up to the afternoon. Um time wise so gordon and sasha will make their roles uh but who is gonna go ahead go ahead and helm the the uh pathfinding for this section
4: i mean i've got pretty good survival
2: i did it last time didn't i i don't know i did i I, Craig do it
3: yeah it was crag and then i did it once and got a 20 and then
1: i think it went back to crag yeah, you guys lean on Crag. He seems to, you know, have a good, good. God, I can't even think a word right now. Sorry. Head on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to read all his stats. Uh, he's got he's got a good wisdom, is what he's got. Directional uh, sense. He's not trained in survival, but boy, he's gonna try.
4: Wherewithal. Yeah.
5: I'll go ahead and give him guidance. Wits about him. Just sit up on the top like I was before, and just give him guidance
4: every
1: couple minutes i need i need another thing he's got about him uh
4: oh. internal compass yes a huge whopping internal <laughs> with that compass. ball what was the bonus for yeah compass <laughs> Fat uh,
5: just a uh, plus d4 with guidance okay i'll go ahead and
1: set it. he gets a 20 total um so he kind of starts heading off in the direction that you guys came from taking that same path back he's just trying to reroute back to uh, the outpost Um, already rolled kind of for this section so we'll leave it there you guys camp for the night you guys want to do anything before you bed down you kind of right now just uh, um, you find a nice little place that's got a overhang of rock that you're sleeping underneath you're making camp underneath
3: um, how is it anywhere near where we encountered the the Usama soldiers that died in the fight with the hyena
1: oh man I gotta remember the the
5: trying you
3: trying to try prop some bodies way. up
1: again
4: that was like before the rock the bouncing rock
1: the rock was the first thing that you guys encountered
4: yeah that was the first thing that we saw it was, it, it was was one, one of the last
1: rock and I'm, I don't know if I'm mixing up the bandits, the, the mercenary gang, and the hyena, the, the Warforged encounter. Mm-hmm. One of those two is what happened first. And I think the, hyenas I think was the hyena happened. was the second
4: one? Second mm-hmm. one? Yeah, because we, we met the, the mercenary group first and I remember we had this back and forth about, oh, should we fight them? And yeah. then we fought the hyenas and the Warforged and we had the whole back tattoo That's fiasco. Right.
1: <laughs> so you'd be close <laughs> Closer to where the hyena warforge encounter was. Okay. Right. Um in a day's travel you could probably get to uh, the place where you met that mercenaries.
5: Okay. Yeah.
3: I just wanna Um, meditate and listen to the sounds of nature.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, go ahead and give me a wisdom uh skill check as you're kinda you were you're spending some time with those bones. Um as you guys are setting up camp, you know, Craig gets most of the stuff set up that you need. You see Sasha and Gordon are feeling a little better Uh, if you ask about the prisoners uh, Gordon just says they're all tucked in don't worry about it, they're fine Um, and you just hear some muffled groans from inside of their cart seems they've got it well secure
5: Um, as the evening kind of uh, starts to wind down and stuff I want to go ahead
1: and find Wolf Okay. hold on one sec with uh, Scory, what was that wisdom check? 17 17? Um, and what were you hoping to gain, uh, from the meditation with these folks? Um,
3: really just to kind of see what I can connect with. I feel like anytime you're trying to listen to something or someone from the other side, you got to kind of tune in and Scori's going to tune in that dial to just see what, if, if there's anything there that can kind of communicate or not.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, spending spending the travel with these, you get a sense that the soul that was part of these bones, was part of this, this animal, has left completely. Um, some bones still hold story, some bones still hold memory of a place, but everything that would have been kept is gone, hmm. and it's hard to it's hard to sense anything specific about them because of that. Um, but as you're kind of thinking of this, you you assume that the memory and the story of those bones is no longer with with the physical, but somewhere else in that circlet that is currently, um, I think Wolf has yeah in the bag has got the sense of that soul of the hyena. And so it looks like that's where it's gone.
4: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. And Ball, you were finding Wolf.
4: Yeah. I roll stealth and I hide from him. He can't find me ever again.
1: (laughs) He's tough to find. Uh, No, no, I'm just kidding. He finds me.
4: (laughs) Surprise!
5: Uh, Mr. Wolf, may we have a a brief poly?
4: Yes. I set down my axe and I take my helmet off.
5: You know, uh, things between us uh, have been a little, uh, I don't know how you say, confrontational. Dicey. Uh, yeah, dicey would be another good word for it. Um, yes. Uh, I wanted to apologize uh, for getting you turned into a sheep. That was uh, really, really funny, but it wasn't very nice. Uh, that, <laughs> that feeling of, of revenge or like getting back at you somehow for what you've done to Warforge. It, it didn't sit well with me on the inside. It's not something I, I really like the feeling of. The, the panga we discussed before kind of reminds me of it. <laughs> so I, I would like to kind of put that in the past if if you're willing to do that.
4: Of course, I accept your apology. And it in hindsight, was quite humorous. Um, living through it was not quite fun. But now that I look back, yes, of course, it is hilarious to see me, a hulking mass, turn into a feeble sheep.
5: Well, I I have this feeling. There's something I've been working on kind of in the back of my mind for a while. If you would allow me to perhaps work on your your, your precious axe a little bit, I believe I could make it more powerful, and it could do more to help us in battle. Would you be willing to let me do that in the morning?
4: Yes. Possibly. You have to understand from my perspective that... I have spent many years in the trenches of war. Seeing your kind's face has only brought me anger and rage. But, having spent time with you, I understand that there is nuance to these situations. Warforged are not what I believe them to be. And I am proud to call you an ally. Allies it is. You may have my axe.
1: Thanks. (laughs) All right. You guys have a nice conversation uh, in in camp there. Is there anything else anyone else is uh, wanting to do before
0: you rest up for the night? I'm going to, like, once we get, like, all of the, you know, however we're set up, you know, once we park all of our our, our sweet fleet of of, uh, three carts, Mm-hmm. i'll cast uh um i'm assuming like most of our gear or at least like the boxes that our loot that we kind of uh work are going to be in there so i'll cast like my alarm spell around those specifically and i'm going to sleep in my cart um and then uh i'll do my nightly meditations write in my journal my my shadow journal and sort of like uh i would imagine that like maybe uh a uh, 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 no, sorry. That's the thing. I, I want to take the waterskin of the uh, um of the of the rain, the the magic rain, and I'm gonna mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. take a sip of it and meditate on it. Like once I okay. take a sip of it, I'm gonna go into like a, a meditation type of thing. Gotcha, gotcha Yeah, go ahead and give me a wisdom check. Oh boy, your brain explodes.
4: <laughs> uh
0: uh-huh. oh, that's not that great. Uh, fourteen.
1: Fourteen? Okay. Um, Yeah, you you sit and start meditating. You usually tend to meditate on the Shadowfell, the realm just beyond that of uh, life and death. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where you gather a lot of your power. But tasting the rainwater, this kind of effervescent, slightly sweet liquid, um, your mind just focuses elsewhere than normal and instead of these dark purples and blacks that you uh, focus on in your mind you focus on these greens and these pinks instead these shades that kind of come down over your vision Um, you sit and meditate and you you gain what you do from that uh, you know daily ritual and you get these visions almost, um, just, just little little peaks, like you're, like you're looking through a bush, and you just see a small pool with water kind of bubbling out of it. Huh. almost like a still frame image of that. And it just seems content, and it lets you meditate. Uh, a little longer than you than you usually do because of it. You, you linger there for a little bit, mm. um, and then come back and kind of look around. And Gallandale just says,
0: "You hey, were gone there for a little bit, a little one." Yeah, it was crazy. I went off into my like my my mental meditations as I always do, but I saw something. I took a sip of the water, the rainwater, and I saw almost like <clears throat> I don't know. It was like it was a different. It was like a more like of a peaceful, peaceful thing. Like I'm used to like the shadows and like just sort of like the ever oppressing, awesome void that is nothingness. But this was like a, I don't know, something out of like a like a dewy meadow or something like that it was really weird.
1: Hmm. It sounds uh,
0: nice. Uh, yeah, Sure. you're into that kind of stuff it was it was definitely interesting i'm uh, i may try to explore it again uh you know (laughs) just trip next tomorrow night man just to do a little (laughs) bit more see what happens all right all right (laughs) Uh, um
1: yeah uh, uh, arthur wolf anything else that you guys want to do specifically or we just go and go just like (laughs) yeah i just want to talk
5: to the veteran Elvin archer (laughs) oh yes that
1: fucking guy (laughs) uh Grizzin, his name is. Um he is uh traveling with uh Gordon and Sasha, keeping an eye on the people in the back. So you kinda see him uh just sitting on the back of the cart keeping watch.
5: Uh, hail, uh friend. I think we can call each other friends. Been through battle together and whatnot. Or at least you've been through battle and we've been through battle anyway uh, <laughs> uh i'm sorry to hear about your uh illusionist friend uh you you guys put up a really good battle we were honestly you were the, the most concerning of the people in my opinion in that match uh i shared a brief conversation uh with your friend after it and uh, we exchanged pleasantries and we told each other we'd hope we'd see each other again
1: eventually. Yes, I, I, I was, uh, do remember that. Um, it's unfortunate that the circumstances are as they are.
5: I was hoping to learn something from him about the way that he conducts magic and the way he uses it to to, to his advantage, I guess. Is there anything you can think of from his history or his past or who he was that made him the way he was that maybe I could take with me and, and make a part of who I
1: am? If you were curious of the the study of Galandiorian illusion magic, it would be best to study with them directly. I trained for the century in the northern mountains there my skills were honed very differently than theirs were the kind of motions towards the body that's just laying next to them Um, they take kindly to most outsiders especially those that are curious if you seek their knowledge all you have to do is ask
5: I might have to take them up on that at some point. Well, I guess I'm sorry about your friend, and I hope you
1: well in the future. Thank you. I hope we make it out of this. I hope all of us make it out of this. I'll do everything I can to make sure that happens. Thank you. Um... Arthur, did you want to do anything?
2: Uh, I don't know. Trying to steer away from uh, secretly convening a tribunal in the dead of night to summarily execute it. these prisoners. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been getting political ads for that on my
2: Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Let's just say that the budget got a little out of control, all (laughs) right? And Facebook doesn't exactly allow the most targeted of ads. It's not like I could just type your name in. So (laughs) people are getting a lot of crazy shit in their Facebook feeds. Anyway... um, yeah, I mean I guess I would probably I would want to check in with Gordon and Sasha and, and just kind of make sure the prisoners are well taken care of, you know, they are in our charge and while I definitely want them beheaded or strung up, maybe flayed in the desert and uh, mummified by the the heat and the dry air naturally. Um you know, I think he takes a little bit uh, it seriously that uh you know, they're tied up and they're in our in our care as it mm-hmm. were.
1: Yeah, yeah, you kind of you sit you sit with Gordon, who's who keeps a good proximity to the cart and checks in. Um, him and the elf both are kind of making sure that no one's making a move, uh, and so they feel pretty confident they're gonna they're gonna be there. But uh, Gor- Gordon tells you that, I mean, you can do all kinds of things to them out here, but uh, <laughs> once Husama uh, gets a hold of them, they're gonna pay. I don't know if Gordon's voice was that way, so it um, <laughs> tells you that they're going to pay. He's he he gets a little excited about the uh, justice system.
0: That's his nighttime voice. He's had a, he's had a few whiskeys.
2: Yeah. Um, I guess I'd like to check on the you know I uh, well thank you, Gordon. I am I'd appreciative to hear that from your own voice. If it's all the same, I'm going you know, to I'm backwards there. and make sure they're. Bindings are nice and tight and uh, everything is as it should be before we bunk it down for this evening. Yeah. He gives you a nod of approval. It's like, yeah, go on in. Um, so yeah, I go back and
1: kind of pull, pull back the curtain and you see that uh, you've got the two dwarger, the uh, short little skeleton guy. Who's still pretty well bound up um, the leader himself. And the robed uh, enchantress. Um, they are wrapped up, their hands bound, and those are bound to the manacles. Because if you remember, the manacles themselves are magical, uh, but most likely contain some sort of key phrase that would unlock them.
5: That reminds me, I wanted to check those out too.
2: Well, I will be goddamned. It's like a tin of sardines in here. Mm hmm. Oh, save your breath now. I would hate to have to smack those words out your mouth if you're trying to mm-hmm. cast a spell. You understand me? Mm-hmm. I go. Glad to see y'all well taken care of. I trust that uh, y'all ain't too cold back here tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm sort of in charge of this expedition, so if you want (laughs) someone to smack the shit out of you for getting out of hand, you go ahead and try your best, and uh, I'll sick my man wolf on you for that. You understand me? You've seen the big one out there. He's about seven feet tall. He's itching to chop off a foot or a leg, maybe a hand or something. And you know what they say about Goliath, they are... Mm-hmm. devilish mm-hmm. with their appetite. He will eat your flesh right up Anyway, y'all have a good rest of your night. Are you understand me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All mm. right, then. Uh, enough, enough. And I go. And I...
1: Okay. They seem well Well bound up. <laughs> uh, Ball, what did you want to check on with the cart?
5: uh yeah i wanted to go ahead and do identify on the uh uh, shackle things gotcha see if i can get some insight on how to maybe change the word find out the word
1: etc
2: yeah yeah Um, i'll 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 watch that too because i'm kind of interested to see
1: yeah your kind of conversations kind of go and as ball's like doing the the calligraphy work to start to start a spell um with identify I say yeah, you, you get the you get the full breadth of it. Um they automatically will uh lock and unlock given uh, two words. One is sinis and the other is Tavar. Sinis to open, Tavar.
0: Okay, I was gonna say which is which. Don't say either. <laughs> uh,
1: changing it would require time and you know, magical item work. Um so, time and material.
5: And how many were there?
1: Uh, there are six, three on each side.
5: Oh, damn. Okay. Um, Will Zephyr, so I pe- passed along that information. Uh, we should probably keep these if we can. Uh, they could come in very useful. And I write down the passwords and hand it to him. Hmm. Excellent. Hear
1: one of them say.
2: Excellent. These are the past phrases. I love that. And I kind of dangle the paper. Not even close to them so that there's no chance that I lose it, but I'm like, I'm (laughs) going to keep it here safe in my pocket. Thank you, Mr. Ball.
5: And while we're here, um, we might as well ask him about this and then pull out the bag of holding. What exactly is in here? Any of you want to tell me?
2: It'll be really fun to find out.
1: Uh, you see most of them kind of, you know, drop their heads. Uh, the little halfling skeleton guy just passed out, but their leader Alphonse, um, kind of looks curiously at you. I'll go ahead and pull down his muzzle thing mouth. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good. So good. Um, Fireball, yes. fireball, fireball. I would love to uh, meet your friend Wolf. Have him come over. We could have a lovely chat. Mm-hmm.
2: Now here's how it's going to go, Alphonse. Mm. I'm going to pull it down your muzzle. I'm going to drag on my pipe. If you want to taste the sweetest tobacco of your life, you can drag on it too. We talk about anything other than what we ask. I'm going to smack you till your teeth fall out. But if you want to do what we say, we can all be civil. Mm. Mm. and I, I i go ahead and pull it down and i i yeah. offer him a drag off my pipe if he would like it
1: he'll he'll take it he take it make some smoke rings oh okay that's not too bad um and he kind of yells out for gordon and gordon comes around he's like what what you why you why why you have him talk what's going on now Fon just kind of looks at him and says you turn it you turning us into the uh, Usama governments, this right? And Gordon affirms. He says, "Your word is a soldier that that's what you're doing." And Gordon says, uh, "You're that's exactly where you're going." And then Alphonse just looks over to you, Arthur,
2: and says, "How can I make myself useful?" My friend here, Mister Ball. He got a magical bag, and I think that y'all recognize it's something. Yes. Now, he's going to ask y'all some questions about it. And when he asks those questions, you answer them all truthfully and honestly and to the best of your ability. Now, if there's, any, if there's any lying beating around the bush, well, then maybe we'll see how long you can drag behind the wagons tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Give me a uh, persuasion check. Let's go
5: ahead and make this interesting, and I will use my last level two spell slot and do enhance ability charisma for myself and uh, Mr. Arthur. All right. You have advantage.
2: Yes, sir. That's what I like to hear. Whoop. 21.
1: 21, okay. Alphonse looks to you and says, (laughs) I will answer as best I can, but do know that I am very attached to the things inside of that bag. I would hope they'd be returned to me, but I don't think that's going to happen. There's three... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, if you had other questions, I was just going to list the contents of the bag.
5: Well here's the thing i haven't discussed this with author yet but perhaps if there's something of personal relevance that you know you have an attachment to um if you cooperate with us and help us um i'd be willing to let you keep those items
1: well i do in fact have uh well, a, a few, a few different things that, uh, are quite near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's about 1,500 of them. They're small and gold, and I treasure each one of them. Like I was I saying... I have a
5: feeling you won't be needing those.
1: Uh, well, I need to afford a lawyer, I'm sure of it. Some, someone to defend me against the accusations that I'm sure to fly my way. Uh... I don't think you'll be giving that back to me, but it'd be nice if some found its way into my pocket. I'm going to
5: pull out a piece of paper, and I'm going to begin writing down what I remember seeing of them out in the field, uh, what I uh, saw when we came out uh, of the tower, and uh, I'm just going to start writing that down in a place that he can see it. Uh, this is my statement that I will be giving to
1: the Usama guard about his actions. I'm sure it will carry a lot of weight, Warforged. Arthur it was uh like I said, fifteen hundred gold is in the bag. There's three contracts in there, which we did complete ish. I mean we didn't we weren't given the contracts and i mean they say they've been finished which is just as good i think um an odd silvery potion we couldn't quite figure out what it was but we found it out here and and he kind of looks down at the little skeleton creature and says there's also a book well notes really um just to make sure that he doesn't get it, and kind of motions with his two hands towards that that little creature.
5: I'm gonna go over to him and wake him up.
1: He wakes up.
5: I'm I'm going to take off your uh, I don't know what it's called muzzle gag gag. <laughs> that's that's the proper Just rope in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you're
1: going to answer them knowledge um let me is... out let me out of this this is this is bullshit let me out
5: okay i have been informed of a book cool. that will be me
1: interesting to you okay whoa wait you know my you okay got my book
5: now i've got your attention i see
1: give me my book let me out
5: what is in the book doesn't matter you lip i put the bag back on mm-hmm. and i go back over to
1: arthur continue like I, I said like don't I, give him oh. the don't give him that it's just it causes problems um, but yeah beyond that it's also a magical bag I will be very sad to see it leave my uh, possession and now I insight give me an insight check my based no
5: I don't
2: think it is, is it no it's wisdom wisdom, yeah? Sorry, bro.
5: Nice, I got a plus zero.
1: Eleven. Eleven. You think that they're being forthright? That's most likely what's in the bag.
2: I would like to maybe use my I don't want to do it to everybody that's kind of the problem tell me what you're trying to do uh, I was thinking about for the first time using my um, new warlock feature fey presence and trying to charm everybody in I guess I could do it to everybody in here and then we can get the truth out of them, but I, I guess I don't know how long it lasts. Um, till the end of next turn, so not very long. There you go. I guess I'd probably be better off just, like, casting something else. Sorry, Bell. You got other thoughts? I mean, you know what? I would. Lo- what I'd love to do... I guess I could cast Charm Person, but... I'd also like to just, I don't know, scare the shit out of these people. So I've got my mask and many faces on. I'm looking like the old Arthur. I'm blue. I'm handsome as all hell. Okay. My hair is just buffeted by an invisible wind. I look like Fabio. I would like to, like, perhaps theatrically let off my disguised self to look like my void soul self. And like you know, um, intimidate these people.
1: Yeah, give me give me an intimidation check with uh, with advantage while you're kind of doing this theatrical performance with uh, masks many faces. Just instill some fear into them.
2: I guess that's a twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two. Ball is intimidated. Ball is <laughs> intimidated. There you go. Um, you see the two dwerger aren't phased too much by this um the alphonse as well he looks a little scared by the presence just the the transition um but the rest the uh um halfling the halfling the, the enchanter and and alphons to a degree. Uh, are are a bit frightened by this display, and Alphonse just kind of becomes more guarded because of it. You see, they were trying to uh, try and parlay a little bit, but is now a little taken aback by this. Damn it! They're scared of you. Is that all
2: uh, you want to do? Yeah. Well, I guess that's all there is to it, Mister Ball. Maybe
5: well, open we open it up and we know that they have murdered people out on the road we've experienced that we've seen the bodies did you take anything from these people that might make them identifiable to people in Usima?
1: i mean just check the contracts the original names should be on there it should be fine oh okay cool that that's yeah. helpful nice. if you just need okay. names they're they're there <clears throat> yeah, well, I can't think
5: of anything else that might be of use of them, Arthur.
2: You're right. We would be better off leaving them in the desert, Mr. Ball. I like the way you think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, fine. Let's figure out this bag on our own. We find 1,500 gold pieces in it. Maybe we count them carefully. They get back to the right for owner. Maybe we lose a few along the way. All depends on how well Mr Alphonse here behaves on his trip back to Usama. Lots of lots of places to lose some coins and books and all these valuable things you spend all your time out here collecting.
1: Give me a persuasion check. Give me one last persuasion check for him.
2: Do I still have that charisma buff? Yeah. yeah Oh, 17.
1: 17. Okay. Um, as, you, as you guys are kind of leaving, Alphonse just kind of pipes up and says, Aren't you forgetting something? And Gordon kind of goes back and ties up his mouth. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. All right. Witty
2: locked and loaded for that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, you guys bed down for the night. Uh, you take a long rest. Uh, regain what you need to regain. And if I can have somebody roll me a D100 to let us know kind of how the next day is going to go.
5: I also set up the scarecrow that I made out front. Ooh, nice.
4: I'll do it. Ooh, I can do it. Uh, 72. 72. Where that's it's... that's really, really good and i that's really high i don't think anyone's rolled that high <laughs> i like some i want to do my ritual to that in the morning yeah yeah go ahead on oh, in the morning is ball gonna mess with my axe is that the plan i mean
0: he could Sick. probably do it while you guys are on the road there's a lot of stuff that we could accomplish while we're moving forward rather than standing around talking
4: well, the 72, I think, means I, I have, uh, I'm have. i going to get a perfect axe. The <laughs> <laughs> world's greatest perfect axe. You've got uh, the, the Mario star, basically, you're just invincible. To fly.
5: Yeah. This is an infusion uh, that I just got at level 6.
4: Um,
5: and what I do is is I, I take your axe, I kind of look at the, the shape of it and um, uh, it kind of it over his knee. etch in um, symbols uh, with my calligraphy pen. And color them different colors um, and kind of make it have like this nice flow to it um, that uh, kind of makes it almost radiant in a way. And uh, it gives you a bunch of good stuff that I'll go
4: ahead and post. Okay. So you're not just coloring my axe. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) doing that, which is pretty, pretty snazzy. Let me, check it. Let me take a peek at this. I'll, I'll be the decider. I you plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls? Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're going to take a bonus action to cause it to shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Wheeler can extinguish the light as a bonus action. Weapon has four charges as a reaction immediately after being hit by an attack the Wheeler can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh,
0: that's sick. Thank you. It's kind of like that's yeah, one of the special
4: artificer things
5: it's pretty dope it's
0: kind of like is uh technicolor dream code thing
5: i'm really glad you accepted my apology
2: <laughs> that's super sick <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> all right everybody give him your weapons what can you do to my pipe mr ball
0: <laughs>
2: can you make it shoot fire flame breath yeah, weapon it, and yeah, now... none
5: of you know about this except for me and wolf
4: oh, I looks like tell a about it. yeah none of you know and i'm not telling anyone son of a
1: monkey <laughs> All right, so yeah in the morning uh ball and wolf uh, you know perform a little bit of magic on some weapons gets uh wolf gets a new paint job
5: um, I also do sending stones as one of my other ones um, and I give one to uh whichever card is gonna be in the rear and uh, let them know hey if uh, anything comes up from behind, let me know I'll be up at the front and we'll make sure to stop and that would be me. And they're like little gold coins. Um, basically, just just talk into it, and uh, I'll hear the message, and I can respond, and we'll okay. make sure things get taken care of.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have the have the two player cards uh, with those is a good idea. Um, so yeah, you guys uh, begin. Crag sets off trying to go the direction uh, where you guys came from before. Um, this would be. You, if you want to try and find the uh, place where you had the encounter with these bandits before, um, is that where you're telling Craig to go? I know you'd mentioned that yesterday.
3: Uh, I I don't know that anybody else was interested in finding and rehashing old memories, but um, it was just something that crossed Scory Scory's okay. mine mind. Uh,
1: yeah, if if not given, you know, kind of that kind of. If not given that direction, then he's just going to try and find the
0: fastest way back to the outpost. Yes, okay. fastest way back to the outpost.
3: And yeah. I, I have this for for Ball the morning uh, rune ritual. Um, it was it means defense, and it's kind of an unclear or stable but stable reading. And Ball gains a bonus to initiative rolls and can't be surprised until next
1: dawn. So traveling through, you kind of crest over a number of hills, getting towards midday, late afternoon. Um, and as you're kind of com- coming up one of the hills, uh, instead of the horses, like, climbing, they start breaking this almost shell. And it's just this clay that falls apart as they try and climb the hill and Crag kind of gets him to stop, and this small mound just begins to crumble from that initial spot uh, of breaking, and this fine dust falls past, and you see underneath it was covering up these three small structures, spikes, three spikes that meet at a center with a platform underneath, similar in design to the Tower of Chaos, and then you see this odd like eight foot long, four foot high metal cage of kind of curved metal. And it just like, looks like
5: bars or is it is it something you put somebody in or
1: more it's it almost like the sides of it almost look like the... look like a snake. Not a snake more more like a um like the veins of a leaf like if only the the veins of the leaf were left behind and turned into metal it's kind of like that almost almost like a cocoon shape but with these massive holes inside of it
5: so that's called detrital just to put out my nerd fact out there
1: detrital yeah that's that kind of pattern that leaves and... Oh, yeah. It's got a detrital pattern um, all, all along it, uh, <laughs> made of this silvery metal. Uh, if we can go ahead and cut out that nerd stuff, I knew it. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Kyle, I didn't know any of that. DM, you're so smart and cool. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Um, but I think that is where I'll we're going to leave it. Detrital. And we'll <laughs> pick that up next time as we explore this uh, detrital artifact. Uh do, do, do Thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your DM, Alex, and with me
2: has been
0: Dash is Thrakus. Bentley Michaels is Rifferian Nightmeadow
2: Red is Arthur.
3: Caleb is Scory Talbren, And Milo is Ball.
2: You grab your
1: swords and keep on attention.
0: Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs.